I'm Emily Jones, and you're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. This is Ryan Doro of the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three, call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. In the air, shallow right. The Texas Rangers win the pennant. Second consecutive year. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Welcome to Rangers Nation Podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation Podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now, here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation Podcast. Today's episode is Decision Time. Yep, we're coming up on July, and it is decision time, and we're going to talk about some decisions the Rangers are going to have to make coming up this next month, coming up to the trade deadline, coming up to the draft, what they're going to do, and we're going to do all of that right after this. Hey, guys, the Recliner Nerd here. Do you feel a spark when you get a chance to compete? Competition Dojo is here to feed the competitive fire in everyone. Each month, they provide competitive events to their subscribers. You have a month to learn, practice, and perform. The month-end results rank you against each other. Get off the couch and back in the game. Visit competitiondojo.com. That's competitiondojo.com. Okay, guys, today's episode is decision time. I can't tell you how happy I am to be back where I am right now. I know you guys listen. If you listen to the go to the previous episode, you know what I went through. Um, that's over with. Um, we're on the backside. Kevin's doing great uh, on a quick update on that. He's uh, moving all his limbs, all his fingers, and everything's going good. We're going to go now to the Rangers in decision time. We will go down in the bus leagues a little bit later. Um, but we're going to go on decision times that have to, to happen here within the next 30 days, uh, probably about five weeks before the – well, the draft's actually just a few weeks away. Uh, but, uh, you know, the trade deadline is, is uh, at, the, at the end of July, and uh, they, they don't have a non uh, – in August anymore. The trade deadline is, is a strict July 31st. You can't uh, go into August like you used to where you could put someone through waivers, and once they clear, you could do – uh, another uh, trade deadline by the end of August. They don't do that anymore, so they've got till then to dis- to make some major decisions. But before we do that, I was out at the ball game the other day, and you guys know I love to do the uh, the home run game. I've played it with Joey Gallo, Elvis Andrus, uh, and, and uh, other players, the, the hitters. I played it with. Uh, oh, I can't remember who all. I've got to go back and look at my list. But uh, Nate Lowe, I got Nate Lowe. I was down on the field before the game uh, against the Royals. Uh, the other day, and Nate Lowe came by, and we played the home run game. So here's Nate Lowe in the home run game. The game I play is called the home run game. Home run game, sure. Okay, so as a guy who's hit a lot of major league home runs and home runs your whole life, I want you to think back to the first home run you ever hit over a fence. How old were you, and where was it? Mm, 11 in Villa Rica, Georgia. Do you remember what it was? Was it a, a big tournament game? Was uh, it, a- it was a tournament game with one of those silk fences on the outfield that yeah. you could run into and it would fall over. And I remember hitting it over there and just wondering if it actually went out because you see the ball on the other side of the fence and then you run all the way around did, and that's that. Did you have a big grin on your face? Of course. Okay, so yeah. going from there all the way through until today, mm. 
What's the one ball, whether it was minor leagues, whether it was high school, that when the moment you hit it, you went, oh, my God. I hit a walk-off grand slam in the state finals my senior year of high school. And as soon as I hit it to right center, I knew it was gone. You knew it was that the knew farthest one you've ever hit? No, uh, no. I mean, that one you hit here was pretty far. I hit, some, I hit some pretty good ones. The one I hit in Kansas City probably takes the cake as, <laughs> as the farthest here. But, you know, I, we're out here today, so we got a chance to do one better. Okay. All right, I'm going to get one deal, a plug. I do. The, I host the Ranger Nation podcast. Sure. Just say, hey, this is this is Nate Lowe with the with the uh, Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. Hey, this is Nate Lowe with the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. That's it. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, cool. Nate. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thanks, Nate. That was a lot of fun. It was fun having Nate on. He's such a big smile. That guy's a big, just always smiling all the time, and and such a nice guy. And stopping, he talked to everybody. Um, it's it's fun to get back down there and talk to these guys and have a good time. But let's go to decision time because when I when I say decision time, um, you know there there are things that that we got to figure out in a year when the Rangers main thing that they're doing right now is they are assessing what they have. This is a rebuilding year. They knew coming into it. John Daniels told I believe Evan the other day that. All, you know, they knew that the team that they had put together was not a team that was probably or very likely to compete at all for a playoff spot or anything to that effect, but that they, you know, they they, they hoped it would be better, but, uh, you know, the, that the wins and losses would be better, but this is an assessment year. So with an assessment year coming up, and you obviously have trade, you know, it's not just trade deadline. You've got some assets you think you can move. You've got to make major decisions on some other people on whether or not they're a part of your future. Um, one thing that's happened, and we, we got to give a big shout-out right now, and he came on Twitter last night. Everyone knows Willie Calhoun was uh, hit by a pitch yesterday. Um, and uh, broke his forearm, uh, fractured it. Uh, I don't know how long he'll be out. Uh, Adam Morris pointed out that Chu had a similar injury a couple years ago, and was uh, it happened almost mid-August, and he was back by the end of the year. Probably looking at at least six weeks, possibly eight. Um, I don't think the Rangers have necessarily given that timeline. With it just being June, very likely Willie will be back for, before the end of the year. This is something that will heal up. He'll just have to go get some uh, some at-bats. and dis- But that, that'll be a decision that will have to be made later. Willie is a part of this team and a part of the future. But you're wondering, there, there are a few players that really don't have any future on this team. So these players are likely to be gone by the end of of June, unless the only reason you would hang on to him, but I'm going to counter that in a little bit, is just so you got a couple minor leaguers that you still want to see some at bats happen before you move them up um, to the major leagues. But you got people like Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles um, is obviously somebody that is likely not long for this team. I mean, he he is nobody that that, that they're not going to have when they're competing again. He's struggled going into this year, so that's a player to watch. You don't know what they're going to do with Jordan Lyles. I don't think he has any trade value. I mean, you could you'd be lucky to get a, a, a you know a bottle of Coke and maybe a, a dozen baseballs. I don't even know that some teams would part with that for, for Jordan Lyles. Um, a couple of them that don't have a future but have been very valuable to the Rangers this year but aren't part of this future are uh, Charlie Colbison and Brock Holt. Love these guys. Friendly, nice, just very friendly. They always give you a fist bump when they're coming by and they see the media there. These guys are absolute just uh, I can't say enough how good of guys they are. They're a veteran presence on this team, but they don't have a future on this team. Both of them are kind of the utility guys. They've been playing a lot of third base, um, 
because the the rest of the infield is somewhat set. We're still um, assessing Solak if he's the everyday second baseman, but IKF is 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 a solidified player on this team for the future. Um, he's going to be here, whether it's going to be um, you know at shortstop or not, depending on what they do in the offseason. But you know, some of the players are talking about like Trevor Story and stuff like that could easily slide over to third, and probably uh, IKF's a better shortstop than Trevor Story, but he could be an All Star over at third base. Um, so Holt and Culberson, these are two guys that, you know, maybe you could get it, you know, maybe there's a team that needs a bench player to come off of there. Um, that they, they could possibly would be willing possibly to give up something, not, nothing huge. You're not going to get anything big for them, but you know, move them along, um, without having to DFA them. Maybe just, you know, the Rangers, if the Rangers picked up, uh, you know, these were two minor league invites. So they're making the league minimum. Um, th- th- maybe some teams could use them, especially the veteran present. Holt's really come up into pinch hitting um, and has done well. He, he's, he's uh, you know, at, at critical times, he's been good. Culberson's played some excellent third base. Um, then you got guys that are possible trade assets. I, I tell you another guy, he's a trade asset, but he has no future on this team, and that's that's uh, Ian Kennedy. He has no future with the Rangers, and but he's a trade asset. And this is somebody that they will move. There's no reason to hang on to Ian Kennedy. Now, other teams may know that, but the good thing is, is there are some teams that have some that need some uh, some uh, bullpen help. So I'm sure Kennedy will be moved. Maybe another name they might do that with is is Jolie Rodriguez. And uh, we'll talk about him in a second. The the assets they have that could be moved. Uh, one that probably doesn't have a a future with this team is Mike Fultonevich. Um, I. He's 29 years old. It's possible you hold on to him. You've got him signed through next year. Um, maybe you hold on. You hold on to Fulty just to, you know, have another arm in the rotation um, that you that can eat some innings and do that. He's he's looked great at times. He's looked horrible at times. Um, but could be somebody that could be. You know, he's maybe one of your trade assets. Obviously, Kyle Gibson, best pitcher on the team, pitching like an ace. I mean, this guy since the opening day when he struggled and didn't even get through two thirds of an inning. Um, I, ironically enough, against the Royals. Look what he did yesterday, six scoreless. Um, This guy, unbelievable. I mean, you can't say enough for Gibson. He is a very highly – he should be highly sought after. Now, in that respect, all these people are saying, you got to trade him, you got to trade him. You don't. You don't have to trade him. I'm sorry. Um, You know, if you're not getting the return that you deserve for a guy that's that's got a 2.0 ERA, then you hold on to him. You do not, and everybody, oh, well, look what they did. They held on to Lynn too long. You know what? The deal they had for Lynn ended up going into the offseason where they traded him and ended up getting Dane Dunning. And, you know, Dane Dunning has his his moments where he doesn't look good. That's a solid uh, arm. He's going to eat innings. Dane Dunning is at least a back-of-the-rotation guy and great to get for uh, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's a free agent at the end of this year. He might be somebody that the Rangers look at. I know Chris Halleck. Just think the Rangers should go after him. He also thinks Kershaw's might be somebody that comes back to Dallas, which would be great for either one of them to come back to this team. But look, Kyle Gibson, even if Kyle Gibson, maybe you end up extending him a couple of years. He's older. I get it. But when you're competing to have a guy like that at the, you know, three, four, five in your rotation, pitching the way he is, yes, he might slide down a little bit as age continues, but those guys still eat innings. They keep you in games. If he's got a four ERA and, he, and he's pitching six innings every game, you, you can't argue with that. So you don't have to trade. Another guy you don't have to trade. You don't have to trade Gibson. Uh, you could hold on. Another guy you don't have to trade 
is Joey Gallo, although he would be an asset. He's, God, he's based on balls. He's leading the league in base on balls. He hit two monsters yesterday. You, you saw the bombs hit. By the way, this is Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. Um, I'm recording before the afternoon game today, but I don't know when this is going to go out, so I don't know what happened. So everything's is, is coming off of that. Gallo's another one that they need to make a decision on, whether or not they're going to move Gallo or hold on to him. With Scott uh, Boris as your agent, uh, that's obviously going to play into that. So, but, okay, so those guys we know about, right? Um, you know, we talked about Willie. Willie becoming bad. You know, Chris, God, what, you talk about bad luck with Willie. I just hate it. He's like Chris Cease. Go look up that guy who's had the worst luck as a top prospect. Um, but now the, here's some guys that are on the roster. They're on the 40, man. They're older. Um, they're getting assessed now. But you, you, can, you need to make some decisions on them, whether or not these are guys that have a future on your team. And I hate to say it with some of them, because, but you got to look at their age and what it is. One of them is Wes Benjamin, who has helped this team. He's been good, but he's been bad. Um, he's struggling in AAA right now. He's 27 years old. He's eating a 40-man spot. Right now, no need to take him off the 40-man spot. He's got options. You're going to keep him. But that's a decision on a guy that if you see someone coming up the pipe that is better, um, th this is a guy that maybe you can uh, put him on waivers and, and, and just uh, move on from. Um, I think that, that, that he's likely not gone, uh, but that's someone you have to consider and you have to assess, you have to look at. If he continues to struggle at AAA, that's a 40-man spot that could be used for somebody else. David Dahl, um, good pickup by the Rangers in the offseason. He has struggled some at the big league level. It's obvious he's a major leaguer. Look what he's done in, in the minor leagues on his rehab assignment. Um, big questions. When we were out there, uh, you know, Thursday – uh, Friday, when we were there uh, on the field talking to everybody, we talked to David a little bit, um, and David had just come to work out. Um, he was off that day, then he was going to play at Frisco yesterday, where he, again, had a good game uh, yesterday, had a couple of walks, um, and just looked big league ready. Uh, the problem was everyone was looking at that he had been told he was going to play uh, through today, through Sunday with Frisco. Then a decision would be made tomorrow on Monday on what they were going to do with Dahl and getting him back because he was obviously going to come back to the team. What was going to happen, though, is you're going to have to decide what you were going to, what roster move you're going to have to move, who was likely uh, Halleck and, uh, and uh, uh, Kennedy Landry. And we were sitting around thinking probably a bullpen arm, something to that effect. Well, as bad as it is, and I hate to see it, Willie Calhoun has opened up that 40-man spot. I mean, I mean, he's not on the 40. He's already on the 40-man They've opened up the active spot. So Dahl should be there today. I haven't seen any roster moves made as of now. When you hear this, it may have likely already been made. My guess is Dahl is coming back. I think everyone wants to see uh, Curtis Terry get up here. And Curtis Terry, I want to see Curtis Terry get up here. I don't know where he would play right now. He can only play first base. Yes, he can DH. There are some at-bats there. I think Terry is likely close to maybe getting up here. The problem with now is what, you know, is Willie going to go? They, he's not on the 40 man roster. So you got to make a 40 man roster move. Um, and so that would require maybe Willie going on the 60 day DL, IL, however you call it, and that's the IL now. That's another one. Anyway, David Dahl, that's another one, though, that's 27 years old. Is he a part of your future? I don't know. Is he? You got to assess it. He hasn't done wonderful at the major league level. Let's look at him. If he's not doing wonderful at the main, he, look, that's a guy at 27 that's young enough to compete with this team into his 30s, early 30s, on a team that's good. He is somebody that can play defense. He's got some power. It's a matter of getting on base. 
and raising that average up and the OPS. We'll see. I'd love to see him back up here uh, and do that. But if not, it's somebody maybe you're – look, the, the, the Rockies let him elect free agency and leave. Um, they did not uh, – they, they didn't uh, uh, offer him a, a contract, and he, he took off and, and, and left. Everyone – you know, this is a guy that was an all-star a couple of years ago. Another one's Jolie Rodriguez. A good pickup, by the way, coming back from Japan. Uh, Jolie Rodriguez has done well. He's 29 years old. This may be somebody that they move at the trade deadline this year. Some Another arm that could possibly move. He had some injuries. He was late getting started uh, for the season uh, because of some injury he had. Um, but this is a guy, you better make your decision on what you're going to do with Jolie. Um, you know, you're going to have LeClerc and Hernandez eventually back. They are part of your future. LeClerc not quite as much as Hernandez, uh, but, uh, you know, Jolie it might be somebody you move. There's some young arms that, that maybe you need to take a look at, but that's taking a 40-man spot, so you got to see what you're going to do with Rodriguez. Another one that I really like that I don't know about is Abanez. Um, Abanez is hitting. You're seeing him hit. He's up here. He's playing. He's play, He's been taking some grounders at first base. We saw him play first base the other night. Um, the biggest issue with the Banyas is, fine. you know, he may be taking those DH spots that everyone wants to see Curtis Terry uh, take. Right now, you don't have to make that decision with Terry. He's still tearing up AAA. He's only 23 years old. Banyas, let's see what we got. Is this a guy that's here for the future? If not, that's easily somebody you can DFA or try to move. He's probably not going to have much trade value at all. Uh, he, Chris uh, – Chris Woodward has said this about Ibanez and Terry. These two guys, whenever they are hitting, you know they will put the barrel on the bat on the ball, and they hit the ball hard no matter what. They can hit any pitch anywhere and take it any way. The problem with both of them, they are not good defenders. It's kind of the Nick Solak of the 2021 season. Guy hits the ball hard. He puts it in play. has some pop. Where does he play defensively? Now, Solak has played some good second base. He's gotten better. Uh, from the beginning of the season where he's really having trouble turning on the double play. But uh, I, I like what Solak's done going on. Now, we've got some flyers on the 40-man roster. These guys have got to do something or they're going to be gone again. Um, one of them is uh, uh, Dennis Santana, who the Dodgers DFA, the Rangers picked up the other day. Um, he is on the 40-man roster. He's only 25 years old, and uh, they've got him down at, at Round Rock. Uh, that's a guy who's already been DFA'd, DFA'd by one team. He struggled with the Dodgers up in the major leagues. You know, some of these guys pan out, um, you know, so, so, but, you know, that's somebody that could easily, you could see that 40-man spot be gone. Uh, you got Sean Anderson with from the Twins that they picked up, who they just picked up a, a week or so ago. Um, he's down at AAA, uh, hasn't played yet. Uh, Sean Anderson hasn't, but that's another one that, that, uh, that, that, was uh, basically put on waivers, and the Rangers claimed. Um, you've got Jason Martin, who was a minor league free agent, ended up in the minor leagues, not on the 40-man roster. They purchased his contract. He came up. He has struggled mightily at the major league level. Before, when he was in the major leagues with Pittsburgh, now with the Rangers, now he's back in AAA. They optioned him back. He's still on the 40-man roster. Is this guy got a future? I mean, he has struggled in the big leagues at two different levels, he seems to hit well in AAA. Sometimes that pans out. We've done it with with uh, we 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 always revert back to this guy at 28 years old who figured it out, and that was Nelson Cruz. You don't know with Martin, so that's another guy you're having to do. Now, who are some players they can add? So you got some young guys that that you're wanting to get up to the big leagues, right? These guys are going to come up, be in the big leagues. 
but you've got to add them to the 40-man roster. Who are those guys? Well, we talked about one, Curtis Terry. He's the guy that obviously they've got to get back up, uh, that they're going to have to put on the 40-man roster if they want to bring him up. That's why these guys on the bubble, there's decisions that have to be made before you can bring him up. Josh Young. Josh Young's not on the 40-man roster. He is obliterating double uh, A. It's very likely to see him go to triple A, which is going to open. But the, to get to triple A, he's got to have a position to play, right? He needs to play third base in triple A, right? So it, that's another guy that, that, that you've got to find a 40-man spot for. So if you're not ready to bring Young up, and you uh, when you aren't, so when he, he goes to triple A, he doesn't have to be on the 40-man roster. The, the thing is, you've got to open a spot at triple A to a guy that, man, I have harped on this guy all year long. He tore up double-A. He is freaking at triple-A. He's only played, what, a week at triple-A? Already at triple-A, he's hitting 348. He's hit two home runs at triple No, he's hit one home run at triple-A. He hit 333 at double-A. His OPS right now is 1.007 OPS. A good OPS is over 800. Over 750 is a good OPS. Over 800 is a great OPS, or a very good OPS. He's over 1,000, been over 1,000, stayed above 900 all season long, and he's got six home runs. And let me tell you what. If you get rid of Culberson and Holt, and you need the placeholder to come play at third base, why not look at a guy like Ryan Doro? I have harped on this guy. I just love him as a human being. New father. Is he a major league guy? I don't know. But you know what? He has earned the promotion. He's 25. He's going to be 26 in August. Um, this guy's playing at the upper level like he played at the lower level. He's had one half of a season where he struggled. He moved up to double A in 2019 at the end of at the end of 2019. He struggled that second half when he was at double A. I don't know what he did in the off year. He got bulkier. He got better. Here he is now destroying double-A pitching, hitting well, putting the ball in play, doing – but his defense, that is that is a major league player on defense. Look, go listen to Michael Tepid talk about him. Tepid talks about him all the time. That is a minor league player, right? Or that is a major league defender. The ball sticks in his glove. He's got a great arm. Um, he – hey, Anderson, Tejada, and him switched places. Tejada got demoted to move Doro up, Right? So if Doro, if you need the guy to be your sort of your um, your super utility guy like Culberson and Holt, and you know those guys don't have a future on your team, send them off. Let's get Ryan Doro up here. We know he can play defense in the major leagues. The bat is playing at Double A AA and Triple A. Probably not going to play quite that well at, at, at in the major leagues. Of course not. Guy's only twenty five years old. He's an excellent defender. He's an IKF defender. Seriously, he is an Ian. Isaiah Kiner-Falifa, he is that sort of defender on defense. You ought to go back and look at plays he makes. He is that sort of a player. He can play all three infield positions at, at third, short, and, and, and uh, second base. Get him up here. Let's let him do that. Another one for the outfield, I guess the guy that you might be looking at is someone like a Bubba Thompson or a Steel Walker. Um, if Bubba, Bubba has done well at double-A. Um, Still, Walker has got some power and some OPS. His OPS is over 700. Uh, he's only hit 242. He's hit seven home runs. Is this a guy maybe that, that you give a shot to come up here and play some? The outfield's kind of stacked right now if they don't move Gallo. But these are guys that have 40-man spots that need to become available and possibly on an assessment year, look at these guys. These are guys to look at. Now, 
you've also got someone in, and uh, I tell you that he, he he did well at Hickory. He came up to Double A and he's doing real well too. And this is a guy that Tep uh, Michael Tepid, who I I follow. If you're not following Michael Tepid, you're this guy's like a scout. Great guy, always comes up, friendly guy. If you see him at Frisco, he goes to almost every game at Frisco. Nick Snyder. Nick Snyder's throwing 100 miles an hour. Do you see some of that film? I bought that MILB app, uh, the TV package for 39 bucks. If you haven't bought that, you're stupid. You can watch every game. You watch every AA and AAA game. Um, but, you know, you, you catch down east and Hickory away, and you'll get those guys. Uh, you'll get to see those guys play too. And, and it's all for $39.99. It's 40 bucks. You get it for the year. But Nick Snyder, that's a guy who could possibly roll his way up, and this bullpen needs help. Eventually, they're going to need those guys that throw hard. Joe Barlow got moved up, who's, who, who has looked good so far um, uh, up in the major leagues. But that's another guy that would you would have to clear 40-man to see what he's about. So that's my decision time stuff I need to see. Now it's time, guys. We're going to go down in the bus leagues in just a second. We're going to go down and just look at the teams and what they're doing down in the bus league right after this. Hey, guys, Father's Day is coming and the weather is catching heat. Whether you have a dad bod or a rocking six-pack, make sure you and your dad are smelling nice and shaved where it matters the most. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 and the Refined Cologne by Manscaped. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 and Refined Cologne is perfect for you and the dad in your life to complete your grooming game. Hey, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DAL at manscaped.com. That's DAL at manscaped.com. All right, welcome back to Down in the Bus League. Down in the Bus Leagues. Let's go down to, you know, overall, the, the, the Rangers minor league system is, has got a combined record of 101 and 86. Um, that's a great winning percentage right there. 101 and 86. The only team that is not above 500 is Hickory. Um, the high A team. Hickory is, is 17 and 30. They have struggled. They're in last place. Uh, but you really don't have anyone at Hickory besides Cole Reagans that right now you're, you're just watching. I mean, um, the guy you did have there was, uh, was um, um, Ronnie Henriquez, who, you know, is the little guy that throws hard, has just been outstanding. He's starting now. He's in the Frisco rotation. By the way, Frisco rotation. You go watch every one of those guys in the Frisco rotation, future major leaguers, if they stay with what they're doing. But Hickory doesn't really – Cole Reagans is probably destined next to come up to double-A. Problem with Cole Reagans, two Tommy John surgeries coming back. They're going to really watch his innings. That's a guy, though, man, he's grown his hair out. It's long. Uh, point that out. And uh, I noticed that uh, watching him. But he is – I tell you what, he is looking sharp right now. Um, at, 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 at high A. I mean, Reagan's right now has got 36 innings, got 46 Ks, um, just 23 years old, even with two Tommy Johns. He was the first-round pick uh, a few years back, I think 2016, I believe, was his – 16 or 17 was his year that he was the number one pick. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the that's the only team that has struggled. Down East is 26 and 20. Right now, um, down at Down East, you, you've got um, – Acuna and Segisi, who have not done great with the average, but their OPS is up above uh, Segisi's at 800 OPS. Got three home runs. Acuna has four home runs. Uh, of course, Evan Carter is the guy to watch out of there. He's the big star coming out of there, but he's on the seven-day IL. Um, and that, that's just precautionary. I forget what it was. I believe it was some back issue, something to that. And something – it wasn't huge. It was just precautionary to keeping him out of the lineup. Um, Frisco – um, you know, it, 
Frisco right now, so down east is 26 and 20. They're, they're above 500. We talked about Hickory and Reagans. Uh, Kellen Strom is playing well. He's the, the, the best hitter for Hickory right now. He's got, uh, you know, an 824 OPS. He's hitting 292. Um, he's an outfielder, a college kid. They draft, I think he went to, to Pitt. Something like that. I got to go back and look at it, at, at Kellen. I can't remember who he played for, but that's a one to watch. He's 24 years old. Probably going to see him uh, eventually when some moves are made and some and some and some promotions are made. That's a guy that deserves to probably get up here to Double A and see if that translates to the higher levels. Um, Frisco, uh, Frisco's 31 and 16. They're the best in the minor leagues, leading leading their division. Um, I tell you, a guy to watch is AJ Alexi uh, on the 40 man roster. He's, hit, he's pitched 24 innings, struck out tw- uh, 27. He's got a 0.74 ERA, so they're not scoring on him. Um, that's a guy that is a potential bullpen guy. Great fastball, good fastball. Throws a fastball in the upper 90s. I've heard he can touch triple digits, um, but uh, that's a guy to watch. He's you know He was part of the uh, U Darvish trade. He came over with Willie Calhoun. Uh, Josh Young, I mean, I, I've got to find a time to get out to Frisco to watch Young because he's going to be in AAA eventually. Um, he is tearing it up. He's hitting three, 324. He's already got three home runs. He's got a 970 OPS. Guy's only played a week. I mean, he's only been here for a week. And look what he's already doing. He is, he is living up to the hype of what, it, of what he is. He's only had 37 at-bats. 37 at-bats, three home runs. I mean, he's in a home run 1% of the time. That's huge. I mean, one percent of the time, six hundred at bats is sixty home runs. I mean, let's. <laughs> I mean that that's big. He said thirty-seven at bats got three home runs. So uh, let, let's watch him he hit a double off the wall. I mean that that guy's fantastic. Going to Round Rock, we've talked about the guys that we already know, like Doro and Terry, that have played well. Another guy to keep your eye on that's played well too is a Canadian guy named Charles LeBlanc. Uh, he's played for Pitt. That's the guy who played for Pitt in college. Rangers took him in the fourth round, I think, in two thousand. Uh, when did they take him? 19, maybe? Uh, no, it wasn't 19. He, played, he was playing um, at Frisco then. It was probably 2017. Anyway, LeBlanc is hitting 268. He's got four home runs. got a 801 uh, UPS, OPS, excuse me. He's played well. And then you got uh, someone like uh, Gatto, who's, you know, Gatto's a guy that got just got promoted from Frisco, uh, who's done okay up at AAA. Uh, the arms up there that, that I want to see that are, God, they're really struggling. You know, Joe Palumbo been high on him forever, but he is a high spin rate guy. He has been struggling. He's had the back issues. He's another injury-prone guy um, that, that I, I want to see get going. That's a guy that got to make a decision on on on, uh, on Palumbo. I mean, that he's eating a 40-man spot. And uh, I hate it. I love Joe Palumbo's dad's a great guy. I wrote a story about him. He's just fantastic. You love the guy, but somebody you got to watch. Is he part of the future? Can he get it together? Maybe he's a bullpen guy. Uh, he does have a high strikeout rate. All right, that's down in the bus league, guys, and that's the end of this one. That is the end of this one. It's a short one. It's not big, but we wanted to get back to doing baseball. It's so great to do it. We're going to try to pull, pull these things out every Sunday and get them going. We'll go how the week goes. We'll, we'll talk some more about decisions that need to be made. Like I say at the end of every one of these and everything I write. Nerds out.